Father, Mosania Mosakiana Mosaniad. Father, Mosakiana Mosanciana Mohani and dead. Jesus, Mohani and Mohanda Kanyana Mosanciad. Jesus, Mohandi Hashana Mohanda Shakana Shachana Mohandi Shachani shed. Jesus, Moshanti Shashanda Mohandi Shachani shed. Holy Spirit, Mokan kan kyan mo san kan inana mo sayan nan i amohani head Holy Spirit mohandi han kan jagan mo san shakan di kan anana mo san di anandi shakan di mo anishet Hallelujah Hallelujah God woke me up this morning He has me to testify Just about every morning, my encounter asked me, you know, be led, be obedient to be led. In order to be led, you have to obey. You have to be hungry to keep following. You have to be hungry. You have to be so honorable towards God to keep following. You have to be so, you know, filled with gratitude to keep saying yes, to step out of your norm every single day, throughout the day. It's a new norm. It's a new level. You're accelerating fast and you're going further than that very fast. Every day for you is an opportunity that awaits you to come up higher due to your obedience by being led by God. You're not leading yourself. You don't make that decision for yourself anymore because you laid your life down in that area to cast every care upon him for he cared that much for you by saying, Father, yes. And when I got up this morning, I quickly dozed right back off. I said, God, you must not want me to get up this morning. I said that very quickly. <laughs> and here comes the alarm that I did not set. Phone went off. I said, I didn't set this alarm. I don't set an alarm at 1.36 in the morning. I'm up, God. Having no thought like, oh, I'm sleepy. Having no thought like, you know, give me some more time. Have no thought like, I'm sleeping so good. Have no thought, but Father, thy will be done. That's why you have me to testify. That's why you have you to testify. It brings him glory and honor because of your praise. It takes praise to get up. It takes praise to stay awoke. It takes praise to wake up and give God thanks. Stand awake. And here comes God. I never had so many dreams in my life. And I mean back to back to back to back to back. And all I'm about what God is doing. The things that God will do. God informing you what to do, what not to do. 
what Satan planning to do. And things to cast down. Which are things that Satan has set up to do, plan to do. Out of every religion, Christianity appears to be, you know, a threat to other religions. Other religions are not threatened by being a Muslim, being a Buddhist, being a Baptist, being even an atheist. But when it comes to Christianity, you will find more religions talking about Christianity. Because Christianity is dominating. And that's why they try to find things wrong with Christians. By talking about the churches. What do Christians do? How they treat people? What they say? Because they already can see a difference. This religion outshines every other religion. Whether they like it or not, it's populated. And they try to lie and say that it's less populated. But it's a lie. You hear more about Christians towards other religions more than any other religion. Christianity is being observed. Christianity is being watched. Why? Because Christianity's, I mean, Christians are Christ-like. Christianity is walking in a, in a way that's Christ-like. Jesus. That's how you know that God taking you further. Because that very area, when you become familiar with, and it begins to be a little challenging because you're going higher than that in that very area. And mine's happen to be getting up again. <laughs> again, that's one out of all the other areas. There's a specific area in your life that God is going to dominate in that area. Because that area is going to be your strength. That's going to carry you throughout your entire walk. And it's my obedience to me getting up. Because what am I getting up to do? To command. Getting up to intercede. To declare. To proclaim. You understand? And people are trying to find a lot of things wrong to say about Christianity. You have to really seriously watch what you do around certain people. Because some people have you feel like it's okay to do things. But whole time their motive is to set you up to fall. Just to have something to say about you that they didn't know before. Negatively. It doesn't mean do not fellowship. Just watch what you do. And Father, Father, you got me up this morning because you already know what you have set before me. Thank you. 
Yes, Father. Yes. 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 Just keep saying yes. 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 To every congregation, you will obey the voice of God. To every single congregation, every church, every cathedral, every temple, every place of worship, you will obey the voice of God. To every congregation, you will lead people in the way that God has you to lead them. To every congregation, you will accept Jesus as Lord. To every religion, you come on one accord as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit right now. To every congregation, come out of that law of sacrifice. Of a lifestyle. And come under the law of grace. Lifestyle is a form of praise. To every congregation, you will no longer be prejudgmental. You will never have people feel like they're divided inside of a house. You will never cause anyone to leave outside of the house due to what you're saying, due to your personal thoughts, due to your personal opinions any longer. Everybody is welcome in the house of God. You will no longer operate in a spirit of greed and the lust of money. To every false preacher who's called to preach and don't have their eyes on God, your eyes will be on God right now. You are submitting to your assignment and you will exercise your Christ-like authority. I declare finish work over every single congregation. You will not focus on what to wear, how not to wear, how not to eat, how not to live. You will no longer operate under an old law, under the old way of doing anything. Not even having an old thought They have an old way of thinking I declare finished work over your mental ability Emotion ability Physical ability To every congregation the mention of his name you exalt him and nobody else to every lie in every congregation I cast you down and I release the spirit of truth to every congregation that God eyes can see 
God ears can hear, you will begin to see as God see, hear as God as God hear, to move how God moves. To every congregation, you will not have people to feel as though they're not worth being there. People will begin to come back right now. Those who have left will come back now. Those who have rooted themselves coming back now. No one will have anything negative to say about the truth, about the way, about the life. Christianity just means to be Christ-like, to walk in the finished work. Just converted Jews into Christianity because Christ got up. So now we live Christ-like, which means under a new covenant. And many other religions try to dress it up. And it doesn't make any sense, actually. One time I went to these churches I was invited to and I asked them, so what is a Baptist? We talk more about the baptism. That separates you from a, from a different religion? The books that you preach by? You can find that in any congregation. Because everybody preached from the 66 books. That's saying as if you do something that others do not do, but others still do because we all been covered under a new baptism. And it's called communion. And I said about, you know, I went to, you know, Minister at a Catholic church. What's the difference about this one? What's, what's this about? And most of the time I hear about Mary, mother of Jesus. Oh. So you give her the glory. You give her the honor. You give her the praise. Because she was a vessel that God used. And she was a vessel who served God. So you believe in her, but don't believe in what she did because all she did was do what her father say and do what her father do. Oh, okay. Muslims. So what are you guys about? Well, how you know that the world try to give him another name? That's the white man's way. It's the white man's death. Christ is just the prophet. Oh, so he's just a prophet. So you believe in him enough to call him a prophet. Yeah. So you believe in part of what you think you heard. Or what he said. You confess he a prophet. Yeah. So what does a prophet do? They prophesy. So what did he prophesy about? Being the Messiah. So why don't you call him what you believe that he is? Oh, okay. Okay. Then we have atheists. Well, who are you? 
We just don't believe, period. Why don't you believe? Because we don't know who to believe. That's why. Too much of this, too much of that. This going back and forth. We rather stay out of it and just not believe at all. You understand? To every religion. If you notice, you don't hear people talking too much about other religions but Christianity. Christians think they better. Christians all about money. All the liars and all this is in the church of Christianity. God is don't try cleaning out the house. And that goes for every house. Because it's his house. Not our house. It's so amazing how I got up and dozed right back off. I said, okay, God, you ain't saying nothing, okay? Good night. You know, go, go back to bed. <laughs> Here comes an alarm I never set. He can talk to you however he wants to. Thank you, Father, for doing that. That's me seeing your mercy. Because I never gave you a chance to even answer. But God know how hungry you really are. He know how far he's taking you. Because there's no limit to where he's taking you. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. And he know without faith it's impossible to please him. And he know I'm going somewhere with this. You're going somewhere with this. Because you're following after him who's taking us somewhere with this. So he, a lot of times you're going to experience God's mercy. To accelerate you. Because God knows Quenisha wouldn't want to just lay back down. She's too hungry to be a blessing. Too hungry to help. She honored God too much. Believe in God too much. To just go back to bed just like that. So let me get her, let me do something else. Let me get her attention. Let me set this alarm, which she never even touched. Hit it with his mind, his thoughts. Jesus Christ. Let me set it for 136. And it was 135 when I dozed off. Got me right back up. And God's talking to me about my future while I'm getting up. You know, don't be so loud some mornings. I know you're still tired. I know you're not all the way up as you're supposed to be. But just, you know, keep it down. Because when I call you to get up, sometimes I might not call other people in your home. Talking about the future like that. Be mindful because I don't want you knocking down things and waking up people. Talking about your future just like that. You don't want to wake up you know, anybody else in the home that I don't want to be up right now. Because I'm doing something with you. If I want everybody to get up, I'll get everybody up at the same time. Or have you to get everybody up. But I just want you. And people do sleep very lightly when they hear sudden movements in their home. They make it cause them to get up. Am I correct, guys? You hear some movements in your living room, and you, you're gonna be up. And some of us, when we get up, we're not able to go back to sleep. And God is very mindful. He cares so much about every single one of us. And He's told He's telling me now, before I marry, to, to you know. Keep it quiet. 
Because when I get up sometimes, I'm not up and I, I drop stuff. <laughs> like, oh God. I dropped a toothpaste this morning, it was loud. It's like, oh God. Don't, don't make, he's like, you know, don't wake my son up. And when some people get up, they stay up. But I only want you up. The Amosai. You are very welcome, Father. You are very welcome, my Lord. Jesus, Messiah. So be mindful. Well, let's practice now. <laughs> How to keep it very quiet. Because sometimes I can just get you up. Tell you something with God shared with me just now. God said, when you become one, it doesn't mean that you do everything the same way, the same time. Even though you are one, allow God to be God. You don't understand. And the entire ministry. Let God be who we say he is. Let God demonstrate that oneness. Because God can ask you to get up. And your spouse could think he has to get up or she has to get up with you. God will confirm it all by himself. Because they'll also be aware on what to do. And then by you being so open for God to move however he wants to, he may have you to wake them up or have them to wake you up. But God, I need to say these things right now in this way to break it down because you have to remain open for him to do whatever he wants to, how he wants to. Even though me and this man or you and that woman will be one, it doesn't mean that you both have to do the same thing. But you in the same ministry on one accord. Just be open for God to do whatever, however he wants to move through you. Because he's doing what eyes never seen. You got to remember, your eyes are included. So you're going to be seeing things you don't understand. But lean not to your own understanding. But don't forget, in all your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your path if you acknowledge him. I was on my way to a church. Mosai Kayara Botani. I had no idea that God having me go to the churches. I was wondering, guys, why he keeps showing me these churches. All across the world. I made cathedrals, I made temples, every place of a dwelling place. And he kept showing me like the blink of an eye, like it was fast. I'm like, all these churches, oh my God, from every place, everywhere, every church, every place, everywhere. Because God wants them to be on one accord. It's too confusing to people who don't know God. They don't know where to go. They even got churches now for people who, you know, who choose to date the same sex. 
so they won't feel guilty being a house of God for being prejudged for dating the same sex. And it's a house of all people. You understand? God would, you know, address the congregation, the members in the church. It's not always about the leaders, the pastors. It's about you too. You understand? Why are you getting up and uprooting yourself so fast? Because someone who operates their authority the wrong way, and you know how to, so what happened to you sharpening iron? You just walked away from sharpening. Do you know you seeing things because God showed you things? So what you going to do when he show you things that you don't even understand? You going to walk away because you, you can't understand comprehend? But you want the greater words. What do you think is greater? I was on my way to a church. I don't even know. I was just invited, obviously. And my aunt, who I was talking about last night, Mosai, oh God. Welcome. On our way, she was set up to pick me up. I'm getting dressed, put on a fancy, you know, fancy outfit. Then all of a sudden, I open the door. It's another aunt. I'm like, oh, you here. Okay. Hi. I felt a little different that she was picking me up. Because honestly, this aunt happened to be an aunt who compares her life with the other siblings. So have the, the cousins feeling they have to compare and compete. But Nene, which is me, never did that. So I stayed away from that. But now you have your kids to feel like they have to compete with the other cousins who were once friends and loved being around. But because of that negativity, that gossip and all of that mess caused division amongst precious relationships that God is building upon. Then it went from now, we used to have fun and be together as cousins. Looking at our parents go back and forth about this and that due to what their parents done said and done by treating one more than the other. Or wanting kids to fight for your love. No parents should have their kids to fight for their love. Well, let me go do this. Let me go do that. Let me go do this. No, because you should stop that as a parent to have them know that they all are loved the same. But like I said, no one can give you what they don't have. So she must don't know how to love in order to have her kids to know how to love. So her love of love, level of feeling loved is to see someone fighting over her. So it happened to be this aunt who always compared. And I thank God for me and, you know, my mom. We never, we never operate like that. We just move away from that. 
But here's God waking me up because he's restoring. I promised you family restoration. I never told you how it's going to show up. Just embrace the restoration and restitution of all things. He had me to testify this. Guess why? Because you're going to see this no more of what I'm talking about. So I can talk about what's in the past. Because you're about to see the future in my family. So are you in yours. But you cannot be afraid or ashamed or try to pretend that everything is okay. When you know that God is who he say he is. And he's going to do just what he say he's going to do in every family. So don't be afraid of God restoring your family. But how can he restore your family if you pretend nothing is wrong with the family? One earth didn't be seen so perfectly. I'd rather for it not to be seen. Because trying to be so perfect all the time, the first thing we identify is the mistakes. Just to keep you in a place of humility. And God want to keep you yielded. So every time we try to do things perfect, it never go according to plan. Stay humble. Stay yielded. Because it shouldn't even matter. It takes your attention off your freedom. You're so focused on trying to do right. And God wants you to be free knowing that you've been made right. It's a different way of feeling, right? And think about your walk. Think about everything you got to do right. You got to look right, talk right, act right. Oh God, eat right. What else can I do? I feel in a box. I feel like a slave. Here come God. Get out of that box. Oh, ye gates. Get out that box. I sent my son for you to get out that box. I so love you to get out that box. To get you up out that box. I so love you. Get out that box. Stop thinking with limitations. So she picked me up and I was like, oh God. I was a little uncomfortable. I want to go with you. <laughs> but I said to her, like, oh, I thought it was this arm picking me up. It's you picking me up. The one who always tried to compete with my mom <laughs> and your kids with her kids. But guess what, guys? You know how you get your clothes from the cleaners and they hung up under the plastic? Well, for some reason, I changed the wardrobe. I changed the outfit. And with me wearing a dress with this on, to now I got pants and the, the, you know, and a hoodie. You say, oh, you wearing this to church? I say, yeah, I'm wearing this to church. You can wear that to your church? Yeah. And she began to think, what's I? I want to be free like that, where I can wear whatever I want to wear to a church. I thank God for that. Because I grew up with many restrictions as a Jew. You can't eat this. You got to pray this amount. Of time. I mean, praying. We sit around tarrying all night. From five that evening to like nine the next morning. Calling out Jesus. Most, you know what? Come on, somebody. Here I am like four or five. Very young. Why are we here doing this? No one had an answer for it. Just call on his name and shut up. But what am I calling? For? What are we saying when we calling? 
God will always have me to question when it comes to them doing things under religion and not under righteousness. It's the only time God had me to speak up. You called on his name for what? So you could gain what? Do you even know what happened on the third day? If you did, we would be in our bed. Calling him to do something. He's sitting there watching you. My God. No, my God. My God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Mosai. He showed me the tree of life. Tree of life. It really happened. What Adam and Eve did. Touching a tree that determined good and evil. It wasn't God's heart for us to know what evil is. But he already saw beforehand. He saw the end of the beginning. That you would know what evil is. Already had another plan. And his plan always supersedes the first plan. Just to set a reminder, I am. Like your, your, your testimony of what you used to do outside the will of God was your plan. Against his plan. And look at your outcome. So much greater, right? Because he set a reminder, I am he. I am, I am. And I'm going to bless you more than before. That's why you. That's why we call it a double portion, a hundredfold. So God is dealing with congregations that think very religiously. We have to eat this. And they're thinking that God loves them based upon their, you know, behavior. Walking around with the finished work, not even embracing it, but a part of it. What does that look like for Christ to have angels dispatched with you for you to say something that you never say? And they're so faithful, they're not going to leave until, they, you know, you get it. Walk around with angels for a long time for no reason. We're supposed to have another dispatch, much more, because you just accelerated. I had no idea that God was going to have me go to all these churches. God. For them to do it right. That's why he had me pulled away to teach me how to, to, to be right. His, you know what? Oh God. His way. Because many of us been tampered with when it comes to our walk with God because we go by what somebody else taught us. But God said, I cannot allow this in this, this woman, this child. I have to pull her away. I have to be the one who impart. And I'm walking around that young. I felt Holy Spirit for the first time, seven or eight. I got scared, I sat down. But it never, you know, it would not dismiss the encounter because I got scared. 
I know what I felt. I know what I encountered. I know what I saw. The Holy Spirit came upon me like a covering. Like a beautiful white sheet just came and clothed over me. But once it touched you, it come on the inside of you. Not even aware that what I was running away from being scared sitting down was already on the inside. Honestly, there are people who are called to preach, teach in a congregation, be deacons and elders and ushers, ministers. And everybody not doing what they're supposed to do when they leave out. But guess what, guys? That's not for us to focus on. It's for us to stand together and know that we are better. T- Mosai! Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> we are better together. <sighs> oh God. God is really dealing with me to lift up and intercede for the, the churches that appear to be very small for a very long time. But there's a reason why they're small for a very long time. Because anything of God, it must grow. If they have not grown because it's not of God. You cannot serve God the way you want to serve God. Or you think how he should be served. He is the one in control, not you. There are congregations with women who God has written down from them that have husbands and men that have wives and children. Who thinking that they're barren now. Not able to, you know, bear any children now. And that's not even God's plan. When you're not open to be humble, you're being stubborn and you're unaware of stubbornness. Because God giving you a voice to open your mouth and say, Father, have your way. Not have your way the way that I said. And a lot of them are crying out. Men too. This is boring. I got to get up every day to go to a congregation that's boring. But we can shout, scream, and holler. You can't eat this. I grew up as a kid. It makes no sense. But had they listened to this little girl. My God. They didn't want to listen to a child. Who are you? Girl, sit down. Whole time I haven't answered your problem. You focus too much on trying to be right. Why are we here, Colonel? Why are we even fasting? And I mean fast from sun up to sun down. And many a times I went and snuck and put some in my mouth. Yes, I did. They never explained. And I felt in my spirit, it's not right. What are we fasting for? What are we fasting for? 
healing. What? I'm starving for some already have. God. And then there are others, leaders who have congregations feel like they're better than other congregations. Some pastors compete for land. Let me go invite this celebrity here. God is after every motive to every person in every congregation, especially the leaders. Let me go invite this celebrity that will gain the attention of the crowd of the people and the community. If they see how many people come here, they begin to want to join. And many congregations are doing that. And it's stopping now. That's why you're seeing less and less of celebrities in the congregations. Because they begin to humble themselves. We're not recruiting people. We don't recruit people. We don't try to take other people's members. God never designed for any of us to church hop. Or to have a pastor try to recruit members from another pastor. When iron sharpens iron. Like if you are a prophet, you see another prophet, you don't compete and compare. Iron sharpens iron. Pastor to pastor. Even pastor to teacher. You understand. I love how God is using us to put a stop to it. God is showing me Malcolm X. Only reason why he was murdered, because he, you know, he stopped being racist. And they were mad that he didn't want to be a racist anymore as a great leader in the organization. He thought that Muslims was just for the black culture, the black community. Because he was only inside the four walls of the community. Until one day he was exposed to Muslims. You got Arabic Muslims. Pakistani Muslims. Asian Muslims. He was like, we everywhere. Let me get to know all of you. And they couldn't stand it. Oh, he likes other races? We supposed to be our own. In our own. Building our own. Against everybody else. He would not agree with that. He was threatened because of it so much every day, all day. To the point he hid his wife and his kids. And he got tired of it. Got tired of running. He said, forget it. Look, no bodyguards, none of this. None of that. I'm going to speak and whatever happens, it happens. I'm not going to live in fear with my wife and kids. He gave that very last speech without his bodyguards around him. He didn't want them. They were there, but he didn't want them beside him trying to protect. And from that moment forward, we want to be with the Lord. But the purpose is, he did not walk in fear, and he loved everybody. Even though he had his own beliefs, he still loved everybody. Went from being a racist to loving different diversities. You understand? I got, you know, because of him.
And God showed me that in a dream by showing me how my family church is beginning to see maybe we've been doing the wrong thing all this time, guys. I want you guys to listen. It's not about how long you've been doing wrong. It's better late than never. It's all about you beginning, I love you, Father. You beginning to open your mouth and confess that you made a mistake. For you to be forgiven. To be converted. You understand? My grandfather was the pastor, the bishop in that congregation for over 50 years. And when he went home to be with the Lord, God sent him straight to me before he even got through to go to his match and even walk any further from Christ and our Father. He had to make it right with me. And how he made it right by God telling him to pass the baton to her. You got to pass the baton. But the thing is, he never knew who he had to pass the baton to. He probably had somebody already in mind. And when he began to see who God was talking about, I saw his face like, <gasps> You? All this time? You? I'm not surprised because of your love, walk. I'm surprised because I had no idea it would be you. And what I did, he passed it looking, you know, remorseful. And what I did was, I said, don't let go. We're going to carry this together. He knew right then and there, yeah, I see why. It's you. (laughs) Because who talks like that? Nobody but Christ. You go ahead and you be what God called you to be. And you do what God called you to do. I had to make an important decision in front of my family. Do I want to live off of what I can see? Or live off of a world that I cannot see but no do appear first? And then reap the rewards due to my believing. And not want the rewards now. That's like saying, God, I want all you able to do now. And then I have you. That's why he says, seek me first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And then everything else will be added onto you. I embrace that. I seek them first. Now I'm in, you know, a season where everything is being added unto me. Doesn't it feel good to make the right decision? How do you think Christ feel every day to know that what he did? It feels so good to see us free because of what he did. And gives glory and honor to God because he the one who sent them. Because he the one so love us. Thank you. So God is addressing the congregations. I had no idea God was going to do that. He said, sometimes I'm going to give you a word to write down for a congregation. And sometimes I might have you to go to the congregation and ask for and step in order to go all the way up to the leader to give that word. To change. And when they hear the voice of God, they all will listen. Because when God talks, 
everyone listen. There are going to be people crying out. And a lot of times it happens through silence. When you pause. You know, a sila moment. Jesus, a sila moment. You gave me that a couple of days ago. A lot of times we've been told and taught the wrong thing. A lot of times we were the one doing it. Or feeling the wrong ways. Let's just say yes, God. Thy will be done. There are people who think they're holy due to what they wear. And have the most, you know, hypocritical lifestyles, period. You look holy, but you don't act holy. I have people looking at me and got people looking at you. And I mean elderly. From doing things the way how they used to do it. And they see, wait, this is a new generation. Let me see what's going on in this generation. Because your lifestyle is going to model the goodness of the Lord. So in order for every area to be on one accord, you must be on one accord with him. Simple as that. I cannot have the lifestyle to party around these people behind closed doors and then go out in front of everybody else and give a word. That's not the lifestyle. That would turn people away from the gospel. Living a holy lifestyle. Being presentable. Because there are people who are searching right now to see what in your life that can appear to be hypocritical. Are you drinking liquor? Oh. Are you at the club? Oh. You cursing? Oh. You understand. How about we be known for doing it the right way? And it's so amazing how God told me one time, there were some people watching me almost a year still seeing the same thing every time. Loyalty. It feels good to help. It feels so good to help. And not want anything back in return or have them even feel like they owe you anything. That people encounter God through you. They might be the only time they spirit Messiah God. God. (laughs) 
in the families, in our families, we have Christians, we have Baptists, we have Muslims, we have all of that in one family bloodline. And God is bringing it all on one accord in every bloodline. I'm trying to tell you. He showed me the restoration in every family. But you have to be willing to go through the preparation step by step. I thank God for showing me his mercy that he gave me a dream of that encounter because if she knocked on my door, I probably wouldn't have went if that happened naturally because I would have thought it was trouble because you don't normally come on my... How do you even know where I live? You don't call me. You're one of those people who don't want to see nobody do better than you and your children. So you are denying me help, which you have done before because you don't want me to do better than you and your children. And all I do is seek help to get help to be better than where I am. No way. That's not going to happen anymore. And God gave me an encounter before he gave you an encounter. I thank God for that. Now I'm prepared for what's about to take place. And it may not even take place the way how you saw it. But it's going to take place. You understand? Here I am thinking there's somebody else picking me up. About to put this dress on. And all of a sudden... This person opened a door and I grabbed pants. You know why? Because that person was told that women are not supposed to wear pants because pants, you know, protect nothing. That's supposed to any in the Bible. Excuse me. It says that you're not. Oh God! In the Bible, it says you're not supposed to wear anything pertaining to a man. And they consider pants being pertaining to a man. And I was like, you know, I don't think a man want to wear these kind of pants. I don't think no man want to wear no glitter on their pants. I don't think, this back in the day, I don't think no, no man want to wear no persucos. You understand? Jesus. This doesn't pertain to a man, because he wouldn't want to wear this. A man would not want to wear this. But I get the point you're trying to make. It makes no sense at all, though. And she, that's how she got reached. Oh, you wearing pants? You can wear pants at your church? Yeah. You can come as you are at your church? Yeah. Oh. We won't get in trouble for wearing that? No. You eat crabs? Yeah. You know about Leviticus? Yeah. You know about man through the revelation? Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Seriously, you got to realize a lot of, you know, oh my God, I've been talking for an hour already. A lot of old laws been dealt with due to the generation it was in. You got to realize you're the new covenant. You can walk around smiling and be happy for real. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what God is doing right now. Because he said it to me. So today, before I leave, I want you to intercede with me regarding religious thinking. The churches that have been doing things for a long time, and you know who they are. You have some in your family. Come on now. We all do. Those members who think they got to look holy and dress holy to be holy. Whole time we've been made right. Those who compete and compare how holy they are with this church. And they even have pastors out here who, you know, who do things that we see on TV. But guess what? 
What do you do with that information as an intercessor? You intercede and not gossip. That's the opposite. That's how much we need each other. To do the right thing, not the wrong. So keep me in prayer as God had me to go to these churches whenever he had me to go. You understand? I keep you in prayer for what God called you to do. Just be open for him to do whatever he want to do. And however he want to do it. It's so amazing to be used to get people out of the old law who've been doing it. Doesn't it feel good to have someone converted from, you know, not believing in Christ to calling him a prophet to now saying, Jesus, you are Lord? Don't it feel good for you to be used to do that? Oh, yeah. That's what's happening. People are going from one way to another way. And that feels so good. Feels so good. I love you. Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. God say every moment from this day forward is Selah. Selah. I love you.